0: Hey, Room 303 listeners. Are you looking for a way to make every game day exciting, even when your favorite team isn't suiting up? Then Thrive Fantasy is the destination you're looking for. A -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have options for NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, and esports. Guess what? They even take all the research out of it for you by only asking about top-tier athletes in their respective sports. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is, baby. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Build your lineup daily and earn all that moolah. For NFL, choose 10 out of 20 player prop options. NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options. With PGA having new contests each match day, Thursday, Friday, and so on. Still on the fence? Well, here's the nudge you need. Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up, and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. I'll repeat that. Promo code ROOM303. A $20 bonus. Thrive has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launch in 2018. What are you waiting for? To be up 28-3? to Download Thrive Fantasy now and prop up today. Not all states qualify. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. It's episode 33 of Podcast Room 303. Look at how those numbers just line up. Nick, how you doing today?
1: Sorry, that was, that was some great uh, numeric alliteration by you, Jermaine. I'm great member. I'm great, man. The Dodgers uh, refused to let me be penniless. They refused to let me be living on a box in the street. I can finally say for once in my life, the Dodgers did something positive for me.
0: Unbelievable. Lily is going to college.
1: She is. Congratulations, (laughs) baby. You are going to college. And it's because of the Los Angeles Dodgers.
0: Oh, how much does that pain you? That sentence must really pain you.
1: I got it at Emma doesn't listen to the podcast. So, it's that that's it it's um if for those of you who don't know, a while back when I when I said the Dodgers were going to win the World Series after 10 games, they were plus 350 to win the World Series. Yeah, boy. The one and only, the face for radio. Put down on the Dodgers to win the World Series. And when they were down 3-1 to the Atlanta Braves, you can just say, I was a little scared. I was a little nervous. I was a little angry at the Dodgers. Because like, once again, the Dodgers were going to let me... The Dodgers were going to really not let me down because I'm not a Dodgers fan. They were going to fuck me over. That's plain and simple. But they said, you know what, guys? We obviously can't win for the city of LA. We can't win for our fans because they're mostly just, you know, Vagabonds and and uh, fair weather fans,
0: but they're all they're all on cocaine in L.A.
1: But there's a man who had enough faith in us to, after ten games of the season, put a sizable amount of money on us. Let's go win it for him.
0: They said, "Bring Daddy the ship." I cannot hey, believe I mean, that after ten games, you called it.
1: I. I don't. Well, I haven't I mean, called you it. Picked, yet, right? you I
0: picked I, the best I'm, team in baseball.
1: <laughs> I have, yeah, to to say I called it is a little ridiculous. It's not like I picked the Rays of the World Series, right? The 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 team who just
0: traded for Mookie Betts, the second although, best player in baseball.
1: Although we did say that the Rays would be very good this year. Let's let's not let's not bring that let's bring that back to our baseball preview. We, we did were, say the Rays are going to be good, but I did think the Yankees were going to be in the World Series. So we're
0: on it this year with our predictions. We're getting so. coaches fired. Get, <laughs> why
1: <laughs> is Adam Gay still okay? The second point: Why is Adam Gay still a coach in 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 the in the National Football League? Executive producer at Nevada Putnam. That's right. He received. He sends me so many articles that he's now received a promotion to executive producer you can credit it but you're not i
0: haven't signed off on that
1: uh, yeah i said this i said he'll get credit for being executive producer but you ain't getting any monetary allowances we haven't worked that out there's no contract talks he sent me he sent me a thing that said of course we we already told you that uh adam GaSe has over 30 double digit losses in his nfl coaching career this year however he has five double digit losses and his only non-double-digit loss was to the Broncos, in which the Jets lost by nine, which Jermaine is basically just a double-digit loss.
0: It's a two-possession game. That's a double-digit yeah. loss. Get out of yeah, here. yeah. Adam so, Gates is a sham. He's a joke. He's a bum. He deserves to get got.
1: Yeah. So we'll. It's. It, we have a great episode today. Obviously, we'll we'll go over our we'll go over week six. We'll go over uh, our bets. Uh, in short, Jermaine smoked me this week. Um, he picked all the great bets. I think you. I think Shocker. you went. I think, I think. you went unbeaten, right, Jermaine? Yeah, it's not really a shock.
0: I didn't miss um, a single bet this weekend, bro.
1: No, no bets. Finally, Jermaine actually put. We, Jermaine actually showed me the bet receipts this weekend, which was. I was shocked. I was like, "Oh my god, you actually put money on this."
0: Well, I mean, I usually do. I just don't show off the wins cuz there's a lot of losses peppered in between the dubs.
1: Bro. See, see that see that's the difference between you and me is I'll sh- I'll just show you everything.
0: <laughs> I'll just tell you. I'm honest. I'm like, "Yo, I was not good. <laughs> it was a bloodbath."
1: <laughs> so, we'll talk we'll, we'll talk about week uh week 6 uh our head-to-head betting for week 6 uh and then I'll 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 let you guys in on my, some of my thoughts for World Series MVP vets, and then we'll talk about vitamin Cutum with some news sprinkled in between Mr. Colomendez.
0: Yeah, that's right. Before we get to the trivia question, shout out to the uh, Raptors assistant coach for snagging the uh, head coach job of the uh, Indiana Pacers. Who's that? I'm looking his name up right now. It's super like... <laughs> It's it's like it's look at not, us
1: professional spot <laughs> it,
0: it's foreign right so I don't want to like just take a shot at it and like <laughs> it's so like uh watch well, it be super easy and I'm just like fake remembering it as hard
1: it's like Tony Smith
0: Nate Bjork Bjork Nate bjork grin oh.
1: okay good congratulations to Nate the chef from the swedish chef from sesame street
0: yeah seriously nate nate Bjorkren. that's a hell of a fun name I, I the uh i bet you the uh the play-by-play <laughs> for for the indian pacers is super hot that he has to say that every time they're just
1: gonna say Nady b here's Nady b dude is it
0: like mandatory as a head coach to not have hair
1: I think so. Yeah, I think that that through your sacrifice and time and effort as an assistant coach and a position coach, you lose your hair because you spend so much time pulling it out because your players aren't doing what you want <laughs> what you want them to do, and at the end, yeah. you just decide to go bald. Yeah. So this dude's
0: actually from Iowa.
1: <laughs> oh, swing and a miss. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right.
1: So, wait, somebody's last name doesn't reflect what they have to sound, look and sound like?
0: <laughs> this dude, super corn fed American. Super
1: corn fed, like American. Generations of Americans, except for that one family member who landed at Ellis Island from Sweden. Yeah, and yeah. We're making yeah. fun of his name because his name is Bjork Bjork or something.
0: Bjork Gren. Well, I'm going to do it. Hopefully, he's not good because I don't want to have to keep saying that thing.
1: All right, here's a, a new segment on the podcast as we start uh, NBA next year. How many times can we get Jermaine to say the Indiana Pacers head coach?
0: Bro, that's a that's a fun little game. We'll have to send an over-under. <laughs> I hope so, this dude has no personality in the, the under-hits. But you know me, I love over-life, so I'll always take the over.
1: What if he's like a quirky Swedish man? Like he was speaking born in of, Iowa. Please.
0: Speaking of Rams under – First, first half Packers over first half. Team totals. Team totals.
1: Team totals. No totals.
0: That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Totals,
1: not not team totals. That's what I meant. Um, like teams.
0: Teams, plural. Total.
1: (laughs) And don't don't be don't be sharing don't don't be sharing bets that are not organically ours. Hey man.
0: I'll do what I want. That's it. That's all they get. Hey, if no one li- if no one rode with me last week on head to head, that's, that's on y'all.
1: That's you should you should have parlayed that together. But I that it was.
0: I should have that four zero parlay. Are you kidding me? Broncos nine and a half. Titans minus three and a half. Bears plus one and a half. Colts. Bengals over. That is.
1: Ah. Yeah, I forgot to bet. I forgot to bet two of Jermaine's bets, and it really, it really annoys me. But we'll get to that in a second, <laughs> right? So the trivia for this week centered around the World Series MVP, and we're going to do something different. When we're talking about the World Series bets, I'll actually reveal this trivia answer. So, Jermaine, who was the last World Series MVP betting favorite? So the odds-on favorite to win World Series MVP to actually win the award. So who was the last favorite at the beginning of the World Series to actually win? the the award, and like I said, we'll give you we'll give you that answer uh, coming up on in our MLP section.
0: You said who is the last World Series favorite to win the award? Got yes.
1: It. So, so at the beginning of the series, who was the uh, most favored person? I feel like I'm explaining it terribly each time as I explain it. But <laughs> at the beginning of the World Series, there's a favorite to win the World Series MVP. Uh, when was the last time that that favorite won the world series MVP. Mm. The well, results.
0: I can tell you one thing. It, it was not this decade.
1: Like the 2020s.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm out on the like, like, limb. He, I know.
1: I like, <laughs> Does he mean, uh, and, and ask, and, and because I, I, uh, I asked that question, and I, I mean, I, I guess we don't really. I, the, the only other thing I have before that, Jermaine, is the uh, legendary voice of the NHL uh, and broadcast and NHL games, Doc Emmerich has retired from broadcasting. So that's a, you know, a, you always say RIP the homie. That is, I mean, that is a huge loss in, in terms of of something to offset the whiny voice of Pierre Maguire in the booth.
0: 47 years, bro. Years active. 47. Yeah. You know he I, I, he graduated from bowling green?
1: Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean it, like there there are there are there's just an iconic voice. There's iconic voices in sports and we talked about it pre-show. There's a lot of uh guys now that are you know that that we grew up on that are going to start going out of the game and 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 we're going to have to find new younger voices to replace them and, and we will but i mean it's the same thing like that our dads grew up on right our dads grew up oh this uh, this kid is never as good as you know jack buck or you know this person or that person It's i'm i'm kind of starting to see it i'm like i i don't see how anyone can replace doc emmerich
0: you're right we will replace them you and I will. We will, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I'd do a pretty good job at sports broadcasting. I, I would love to, to take a stab at it.
1: So go do it then.
0: Bro, why are you yelling? That was hostile. Cuz,
1: dog, I'm tired of you fucking sitting around in your little world and being like, I'm doing a job I don't want to do. Just go do a job you want to do, dog.
0: Okay, what are you doing right now?
1: To, the job I don't want to <laughs> do to do a job I want to do. <laughs> I can't, the job I can't you do-
0: want to do is my job.
1: Hey, you thie- your job, you thieving
0: ass motherfucker. That was uh, my idea. That was nah, never even a thought in your mind nah, until you met me. You're welcome. Nah, I, 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 nah, I, I, nah, You don't I, get fucking I, credit for it. Agent nah. is three nah. percent. get yeah, absolutely. Nah, I get you credit don't get fucking it.
1: credit for it. No, absolutely, absolutely not. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll discuss this off the line.
0: <laughs> it was my idea. Yeah. Trifling ass. Ho.
1: <laughs> what is what is this that you talk about base cam for the MLB?
0: Bro, the base cam. Have you seen yeah. that when people are running? Yeah. Is that new? Yeah. No. That's not new to this season. No. When the hell did that start? I've been watching a lot of baseball the
1: last few years. Uh, so. Like probably probably. I mean, I, I can Google it real quick, but I—it's been around for at least five years.
0: Has it really? I was watching, and all of a sudden, I see the dude like slide. Actually, maybe I did know about this, but I saw the dude slide in his second, and the double play ball come out of se- come out a second to first, and I was just like, "Whoa!"
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe it's never been in the postseason.
0: Oh, and you know me; I don't start watching till till August. No, (laughs) summer baseball is when I start watching. (laughs) Oh no!
1: For for CBS's coverage of the nineteen ninety two All Star Game, they introduced the base cam. Nineteen
0: ninety two. Yeah, first time I saw it. (laughs) Let's see. Watched watched so much Cubs baseball the last few years, so it's just. It's just CBS though that does it.
1: Uh I would guess so, yeah.
0: Maybe that's why.
1: And then they for for a long time they've had the the camera in uh home plate. I don't I don't remember when they first did it, but they've I mean just to see like, you know, the the uh, view of the batter. Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, so maybe I just haven't watched CBS baseball. It's a lot of TBS that I I watched. A lot of ESPN, Sunday Night Baseball. Watch a lot of ESPN.
1: Yeah. 2002, Umpire Cam debuted on on, uh, ESPN. I've seen that. (sighs) Uh, Sky Cam in 2005. K Zone, that abomination in 2006. Uh, PITS tracks. TBS did PITS tracks in 2009. Cable cams apparently came in in, the, in 2010. Infrared technology. Interesting.
0: You know what I love to see them do is when they're talking about the pitcher and they show his motion and then they overlay his three different pitches together. Yeah, that's
1: or, it's. Or, I mean, or, it's like, if anything else could convince you that baseball is the hardest sport in the world, I mean, like,
0: it's like, dude, that's the same launch point.
1: <laughs> yeah, a and dude, a dude throws
0: holding the ball the same way,
1: and, and then and like, the cri-
0: it comes out the same, <laughs> and then like point zero 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 seven three seconds elapse, and then the balls are <laughs> one's above it and one well, that- below it.
1: The crazy thing about that is they're so practiced that you see a pitcher doing his windup. And like you said, the release, the arm angle is the same. The release point is the same. And the path of the ball is about the same until about like a third of the way down to the plate. Maybe even two thirds sometimes. And then there's just that kind of late like, and then it just explodes. And the balls are in four different locations. Yeah. Craziness.
0: It's so crazy. I was like, they did it today. Uh, with Kershaw that bum uh, they did it today with him and his slider and his curveball and his curveball comes out immediately and just has this that high looping the it's hook, a, yeah it's such as it's such a gnarly like difference between his other pitches that you think that that would be his most hittable pitch yeah. <laughs> and instead one yeah and instead his curveball is one of the filthiest pitches in baseball they showed a stat today. Uh, obviously, game one was played today, for those of you who, who don't know. Um, it's still they, being
1: played, actually. They
0: showed a stat that Kershaw has a 5.48 ERA in the World Series. And you know who has a higher one than him? Justin Verlander. Not something I expected.
1: Interesting. Interesting. So that leads me. Thank you, Jermaine. You're such a professional podcaster. It leads me to our insane stat of the week.
0: Is that a new thing we're doing?
1: <laughs> I just no. I I don't. I don't think. I don't think it needs to be weekly. But that's this. My. This is just so incredible that I had to. That that I had to tie it in somewhere. And you just did. You put a perfect bow on it. Madison Baumgartner, who pitched a lot of the years with the San Francisco Giants in the playoffs, pitched 36 career innings. 36 career playoff innings would you like to know what his era is well take a guess
0: if it's crazy it's got to be like 0.47 or something
1: like that 0.25 get out of here man is a starting pitcher and his career era in the postseason is 0.25 Mariano Rivera, Mariana Rivera, for comparison, has the exact same number of innings and has a .99 9 ERA.
0: God, Rivera is a is a legend. Is is one legend.
1: is is one of the best clutch closers of all time.
0: No, not one of. He is the. He is the best. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I was going to so, say him in a row what is, Chapman, but
0: what yeah. get out of here with that nonsense. He almost cost the Cubbies a World Series. God had a call timeout. out. Uh, that works out to to what four runs giving up in thirty six innings?
1: Yeah. So his so and, and also if you look at his hits per nine in the postseason, Madison Bumgardner per nine innings gives up three point five hits. It's almost a hit better than the next closest. Jesus. Yeah, so, so point don't two. face don't face Bumgardner in the playoffs. Thirty six
0: divided by four. Yeah, dude, Jesus, bro. That point two. So it's it's four it's four runs that he gave up. yes yeah. thirty
1: six. Thirty six playoff. Thirty six playoff appearances. He's given up four runs. All right, sorry. In thirty six playoff innings, he's given up four. Yeah,
0: thirty six innings. That is, man. Is he uh? Is he
1: the answer to the trivia question? Uh, Well, since you've let in now, yes, he is. So, the trivia question was, the last World Series MVP favorite to win the award. Uh, 2014 Madison Bumgarner was a plus 700 favorite to win, and he was the odds-on favorite. Uh, And he won the award, and he was the last person to do so. Since Madison Bumgarner, Jermaine, no player under plus 1500 has won the World Series MVP. So,
0: yeah. plus but there is a little bit,
1: but there is a little bit of trend. You know me, gambling man, I like to find stats and trends to back up my terrible bets.
0: Right? <laughs> it works so well for you, though.
1: Works so well. Well, I he, here's here's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to spend most of the year being terrible, and then at the end of seasons, like we're like we're want to do at the end of seasons, we just pull off ridiculous bets. Dude, see, see, Lauren, see, Terry McLaurin thousand dollar bet. I mean, I feel like we're going to spend most of the year like 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 depositing money, striving, like grinding. Oh, I went two and ten, and then just the end of the year, just pull out like an 18 team parlay that we're plus two thousand again for the year. So, um,
0: that's it's scoring McLaurin, bro. He puts a respect on that young man's name.
1: <laughs> so here's, so, so here's what I found. The last five world series MVPs since after Bumgarner, their world series odds has to be greater than 1500. Like I said, however, their w- regular season war wins above replacement was all over 1.1. 1. 1 and their AL or NLDS win probability added, which is just a stat that baseball likes to come up with, has to be greater than 0.12. But their NL and ALCS win probability added has to be 0.07. So, essentially, for you non-stats nerds out there, they have to be really good in the DS and really bad in the CS. The Actually, the only one that was positive in the ALCS with Steven Pierce in 2018 for the Red Sox. All other players over the last five years to win AL MVP have been negative in the ALCS, which means they have not added win probability. So, Jermaine, I have three players for you that uh, I believe have a good chance at winning World Series MVP.
0: Spoilers, all Dodgers.
1: Not all Dodgers. No. Oh, really? Yes.
0: Did you just say so, Steve? Steve Pierce won the MVP for the, when the Red S- Sox won.
1: Steve Pierce, 2018, was World Series MVP plus 5,500. Damn, Steve
0: Pierce had himself a series. I didn't. I didn't know he won the award though. Yeah. Who were the last? Who Who was the
1: award- okay? So, the last five, 2019, Steven Strasburg, 2018, Steven Pierce. Steven Strasburg, by the way, I mean, I forgot about this, but really came out of nowhere. Didn't have that good of a regular season.
0: Nah, he was recovering from injury like all regular season, too.
1: Well, I mean, that's just Steven Steven Strasburg's regular season, Yeah,
0: dude, Steven Strasburg started his career hurt. (laughs)
1: 2017, a young, innocent George Springer remember when we loved the Houston Astros team in 2017?
0: Dude, it still pains me that I hate Carlos Correa.
1: 2016, your boy Ben Zobrist. Let's go. Also an interesting fact, 2015 was Salvador Perez with the Kansas City Royals, but Ben Zobrist, back-to-back World Series appearance, back-to-back World Series titles uh-huh. 2015. in 2015 and 2016. On 2015, 2015 he was with the he's with the Royals. That's a fact inside a fact, folks. <laughs> But uh Zobrist Zobrist was the lowest at plus fifteen hundred and Perez was uh plus twenty five hundred. So
0: Pierce was plus fifty five hundred.
1: Plus fifty five hundred, yeah.
0: Jesus, bro. Can you imagine putting a hundred dollar bet on that.
1: Nope. Well, yeah, I mean let's I I I say nope and then I'm like <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Um if you think the Tampa Bay Rays are gonna win the World Series, you're an idiot. Um, and, but you should put money on two people, right? Based on these criteria that I've laid out before you, Kevin Kiermaier and Mike Brasso, right? Kevin Kiermaier, I believe is plus 4,800. Mike Brasso is plus 8,000. Kevin, he would be
0: Kevin Kiermaier went yard today.
1: So there you go. So if the Rays can pull it out, Kevin Kiermaier, um, I, I myself put, uh, Five dollars on both Kiermaier and uh, Brasso, just in case the the Rays try to pull it off, so I can try to make at least a little bit of money. Uh, Kiermaier was this morning was plus forty five hundred, and Brasso was plus eight thousand. Now, if you are of the same elk as me and you think the Dodgers are going to win, obviously you don't want to bet uh, guys like Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw. Uh now they could defy the trend because the trend before 2015 was basically the the World Series favorite would win more times than not, would win the World Series MVP award. Yeah, but World that's Series. boring. But that's boring, right? So I oh, submit a little, for you
0: little little update. Brasseau single to right, Margot scored. And then Kiermeyer single to right. Wendell scored.
1: So Kevin Kiermeyer is really trying to make me a little bit of money if the Tampa Bay Rays can win. But right now they're still down eight to three uh, to the Dodgers. Justin Turner obviously not not doing, so, uh, not doing so hot in game one.
0: A lot of baseball left.
1: A lot of baseball left. Um, well, I think I just ruined my Dodgers bet, my Dodgers pick. My Dodgers pick for MVP is Justin Turner. Justin Turner, plus 2,500 World Series odds, uh, had a regular season war of two, I believe, did not play well in the championship series and played very well in the DS. So he meets all the criteria, and I believe the Dodgers are going to win. So, I He's put a little 20.
0: right now with a run.
1: Yeah. 20, $25 on uh, Justin Turner to win a or to win world series mvp.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it. I do like cuz Justin T- Turner is a good ball player, so. I hate him for some reason though.
1: I well I so I I I don't know why you hate him. I hate him because he is so good at course field. He has like <laughs> a three he has like a 375. His his he has like a actually I think it might be like he's a three ninety average at Coors Field and then against the Rockies he's hit he hits like three seventy five, so I hate to see Justin Turner. I think he's a fantastic baseball player. I don't. I mean, I I mean we have the best third baseman in baseball right now. Well, I'm pretty sure you're looking for a new third baseman after this season. I can guarantee you that's going to happen. Can I put money (laughs) on that? Can I put money on the fact that Arenado is going to leave Colorado? You can put
0: money on me whooping that ass and head-to-head betting this week. That's what you can put money on.
1: He's going to fucking – he's going to the Dodgers. I can see it happening right now. Dodgers are the oh, Giants. He's not, he's not leaving the division.
0: Oh, no, that would be the ultimate. If he's not leaving the division, send him to the D-backs then.
1: Fuck that.
0: No, no, Send him to the Padres, dude. Fuck that. Dude, you know how crazy good the team would be if they had an Jesus. They need the sad thing is, is they had the second highest run differential in baseball this year, and they were still like sixty runs behind the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, the Dodgers scored hella runs this year, and didn't, and didn't even have enough time for for injuries to hit.
0: They hit one hundred and eighteen home runs this season, or something, in like sixty games. I was, I was like, get the hell out of here, dude.
1: That's crazy.
0: His Twitter still can't believe Mookie Betts was traded to the Dodgers.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't still believe it. I don't understand what was going on.
0: I said that today to, to my boy. We were watching on the couch. He just popped a claw. Greatest sound in the world is a can open.
1: I did. I, I did hear that in the background. Uh, all right. So so Jermaine alluded to it. Uh, on our Thursday show, we, uh, we made a couple of bets. Uh, we did our head-to-head bets. Uh, Jermaine took the Bears plus one and a half, the Titans minus three and a half, the Colts Bengals over 46 and a half, And then his his uh, bet if any of if COVID prevented any of those games from happening, which we're not counting, was the Broncos <laughs> plus, plus nine and a half.
0: He wants to specialize. Um, you got a Molly Bob
1: uh the i picked the jaguars plus three and a half a great bet in hindsight uh the cowboys plus one and a half another great bet in hindsight uh and then the Tampa bay money line and then my sub pick was the jets plus nine and a half which we're not counting again i think we um, should i think we. I, I i don't think we should um we i so the the difference in our sub bets is jermaine actually did bet the broncos plus nine and a half i did not bet the jets plus uh Plus nine and a half, and that was that. That was a good, that was a good bet, a, a good, a good miss, a good miss bet. But Jermaine went three and zero. The Bears won outright. Uh, the Titans. I mean, we talked about it last week. It, it was inexplicable why the Titans line dropped two points.
0: Unbelievable! Um, That's free money, dude.
1: Yeah, the Colts, Colts, uh, Colts, Bengals. I. What? How did the the Colts Bengals? They. They obliterated the over fifty eight points. I I mean, the the one that I got right. I mean, Jacks, Jacksonville got. I mean, Jacksonville got That's The too Cowboys. Too the Cowboys got mollywopped. I'm done betting the Jaguars at this point.
0: I told and you then, that on the podcast, like, dude, they just lost badly.
1: Yeah. And then, and then Tampa Bay mollywopped the the Packers, and and people need to people need to like this is what I love about the non betting public, right? Just normal or or the betting public, right? Green Bay coming off a bye week and going into the road, going going to the road in Tampa Bay, in right? Florida.
0: Florida, in Florida,
1: weather. Florida is not Wisconsin weather, right? It's Florida is still hot as shit right now. It's hot as it's and it's muggy. It's ah, oh, dude. Yeah, get 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 the fuck out of here with your whole and, and and then Aaron Rodgers telling people after the game like, okay, hey, we needed we needed a loss, and apparently people are are angry at Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what this continuous thing around the NFL is to try to expose Aaron Rodgers as a fraud. Have you noticed that, Jermaine?
0: People desperately want to hate Aaron Rodgers.
1: Like I, I don't know what it is. Like that's a great like I, I would say that. Yeah, every unbeaten team needs a loss. And they probably need one, two or three losses during the year to kind of humble them a little bit. It's the whole Colts, it's a whole Colts story, right? The whole 14 and 0 Colts with Tony Dungy story. Right? They were 14 and 0. Tony Dungy sat Manning and all their best players for the last two weeks so they could go 14 and 2 right and humble the Colts a little bit to be like listen we're not unbeaten we don't need to worry about anything and then they went in the, the playoffs and and ultimately to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl
0: not against uh not against the Saints though
1: Nope. but against <laughs> the uh but against Rex Grossman and the hapless bears
0: Rex Grossman who, who is on the mount rushmore of all time worst super bowl playing quarterbacks
1: but all-time best playing quarterbacks he alternates he takes he takes turns I- at both parties he's up there with the likes
0: of uh Trent Dilfer
1: no 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 Trent Dilfer so so you know like when like when guys are allowed to go to the casino and they have their own separate high roller table no <laughs> one's allowed to play with them that's Trent Dilfer at the worst quarterbacks in the Super Bowl party <laughs>
0: Playing his own, he's playing his own table of blackjack. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's just playing his black, and the and the and the hotel is comping everything that he plays because they're like Trent, you're just so awful,
0: the worst.
1: So, Cam Newton's in that room. I, I, I'm I'm man enough to make Cam Newton's in that room of worst right. or bull performance.
0: Let's uh let's recap week six. Uh it's enough burying you. Hopefully, you bounce back, which we know you won't. No.
1: Uh, well, so we'll start with with what I just alluded to. Cam Newton lost to the Broncos, eighteen to twelve. Uh, Cam Newton is now zero and four against the Denver Broncos all time. Bill Belichick, in his entire coaching career, is now ten and thirteen against the Broncos, and an even ten and ten as the Patriots head coach.
0: Wow, that's his that that mile high is his Achilles' heel, huh?
1: Yeah, I guess so. But it was in New England.
0: No, I know. I mean, they obviously play in New England and Denver. I'm just saying, like, that's what Denver's called.
1: If I were to pick one week, one, or if I were to pick a game this week, that would be probably one, may, maybe one of the best games of the season, Jermaine. It would not have been the Texas Houston game or the the Titans Titans Texans game.
0: Yeah, you could gave me the whole schedule and said circle twenty games that you think could be the game of the season. <laughs> Yeah. That game's zero, zero, 10 different, 10 different sheets. I'm picking, I'm picking 20 different games on 10 different sheets. That game's getting circled zero out of 0% <laughs> out of,
1: percent the, of the time.
0: 0% of the time, dude.
1: But it gave us, it gave us a, it gave us an awesome game. Derrick Henry ran for what, 212 yards and two touchdowns?
0: Uh, 212. Yeah. He had two sixty total. Hold on. I pull up the stats real quick. Jesus. Yeah. Derrick Henry had 212 and then he had, uh, that 53 yard reception. I believe it's like he had one catch for 53 yards.
1: Jesus.
0: <laughs> and there was an overtime. Oh no. Sorry. Two for 52.
1: Two man. 52. I'm, and they, and they almost lost
0: peep this. Derrick Henry had two catches for 52 yards, and his uh, and his longest reception was 53 yards. Yeah. <laughs> that, means, that means he had a minus two-yard catch before that.
1: Rumble, young man, rumble.
0: <laughs> rumble, young man, rumble. Yeah, dude, what a shootout. Overtime. And then the worst part is, is seeing Deshaun Watson play wow. his life out, right? go up and lose the coin toss and just throw his head back, arms <laughs> up, knowing God. knowing that his defense has no shot, knowing that it's a wrap, knowing that just, Tennessee's scoring and he's going home with yet another L on the ledger.
1: Because Derrick Henry turned to him and said, thanks, bud.
0: Yeah, Romeo Cornell was on the verge of going 2-0 this season.
1: Yeah, isn't that crazy? That Romeo that Romeo Cornell in their last uh in their last two games has put up more points than Bill O'Brien put up the entire season.
0: The offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien. Also, Bill O'Brien did is play it? a an awfully tough schedule to start, though. Like, no, 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 honest. no, no. We don't want, that.
1: want that. We don't want that. Be honest
0: about that. Come on, man. Here's here's what blue what I don't like is everyone questioned Romeo Cornell going for two. Right. So they had the seven point, they had the seven point lead, right? And everyone's like, you kicked the extra point and you go up eight. I'm like, that's still a touchdown on two point conversion. He's he's the defensive coordinator. <laughs> he, knows, he doesn't know
1: how to offense.
0: He knows his team can't stop the other team. Like he already he's seen him already give up 30. So
1: Jesus, talk about a like now looking at it, talking talk about a brutal Houston Texan schedule. KC, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Green Bay, Cleveland, New England, Indianapolis, Chicago, Indianapolis, Tennessee.
0: Yes, dude. I told you. <laughs> like I I was I, I thought the Texans would be a top five pick this year, and they don't have that draft pick.
1: That's that's the that's the worst one.
0: You know who has it, right?
1: Uh, the Dolphins, right?
0: The three and three Dolphins, dude. Let's move on to that Dolphins game. Nick haplessly chose for one of his head to head bets. His it was a sub bet, so we don't count it. We don't count it, even though he chose it. We don't count it. He he took Jets nine and a half. Would you like to fill them in on how many points they scored, Nick?
1: Uh, n- they did not cover the spread. <laughs> Uh That's they generous, did not cover right? the over. Uh they did not cover their team total. Um did anyone who in the room raise your hand if you in the room had the Jets went scoreless.
0: I if want to one you know the prop money. on that, dude. You imagine the prop on that?
1: Jets <laughs> score zero points. Dude, probably mine, it was probably minus at this point.
0: <laughs> that, that's the indictment. Um, the big, 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 big news out of that game is Frank Gore is still savage. <laughs> Jesus, dude. And Ryan Fitzpatrick has them three and three. Uh, he's thrown well, three touchdowns or more in what in the last what is it, last four games now? Probably. Question mark. And he got
1: benched. And he's benched. benched. What the hell is going on? They benched him. Yeah,
0: dog. I you know it I think I told you this off the line but off the line who am I grandpa? <laughs> um but I think what happened was is they came in with the idea that we are going to start Tua after the bye week. They hit the bye week they 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 Did not think they were going to be 3-3. and They hit the bye week and they're like, look, let's start to – let's start losing. Let's get another hot pick.
1: Wait, we're what? We're 3-3? Don't they know we're trying to – Who's our quarterback? Yeah.
0: You don't need Trevor? You imagine – you imagine they walk in – they walk in – from the week six buy and the and one of the things Brian Flores has written on the board is tank for Trevor. And two <laughs> <the starting> quarterback. <laughs>
1: oh my God, dude. Just the <laughs> disrespect.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. That's enough. Jets, Dolphins talk. That's yeah.
1: Not- so let that- me, let me, let me highlight one game this week, Jermaine. All right. So the so the Cleveland Browns got mollywopped by the Pittsburgh Steelers, proving once again that the Cleveland Browns are the hottest and coldest team uh, in the NFL. Do you know the last time the Cleveland Browns beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh?
0: Tell me, it's Johnny Manziel.
1: <laughs> nah, dude.
0: It's it's much longer based on that re- re- reaction. We're Dog. talking about 80s. Ken Stabler?
1: No. Uh, no.
0: Derek Anderson?
1: No. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was prior to Derek Anderson. October 5th, 2003 was the last time the Cleveland Browns beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. I was 13. Since, since then, Pittsburgh has not scored less. Ever since, they've played every year. They've, obviously, division games they played every year except for 2016. Well, because I guess they played in in you know January of six January of the sixteen, seventeen season. The Pittsburgh Steelers have only scored less than 20 points once against Cleveland since then. Against Cle- against Cleveland in ho- at, at home, they've only scored less than 20 points once, and three to. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six times. Cleveland has scored less than 10.
0: Wow. That's fucking crazy. That's some status, some statistics for you, ladies and gentlemen. That is something else. I love the talking points all for the next day all over ESPN was Baker ate that dude because they hate him for get- securing the bag and doing commercials, which are hysterical.
1: Hilarious. Why can't They're- you just be like, you know what? If he he's not a very good quarterback, but guess what? He could have a future in acting because those commercials are hilarious.
0: How are they? How is the dude play with a rib injury? Which I don't know, but I I I I hope I hope you
1: would pull that through. (laughs) The dude played with a rib, yes, Jermaine.
0: (laughs) As do all other NFL players. Yeah. uh, So he played. He's got a severely hurt rib. He's out there slinging a pigskin all over the football field. He looked bad, but he looked hurt. He looked absolutely looked hurt. He looked like he was trying to gut it through for his team and just couldn't do it. And and here's my thing: the Browns are four and two. Their two losses are to the two best defenses in football.
1: Yeah i i I, i'm kind of i'm kind of over it to be honest. Like I'm kind of over this this Baker Mayfield hate like. This Baker Mayfield sucks. He's so awful. Like, I mean, like, yeah, he didn't do it on a day that nobody did it. Like, the, it, it wasn't. It wasn't like he handed the ball off to Nick Chubb or the Kareem Hunt, and and the Browns running backs ran for 200 yards, and he threw four interceptions and lost the game. The the, the it wasn't like the defense held it to a 10-7 game, and all Baker needed to do was throw one touchdown pass. The Steelers scored 38 points. I don't know if you know this, but it's very rare in a national football league that a team could score 38 points and they lose a football game.
0: Yeah. It's My thing is is like Big Ben didn't play well either. Right? The, James Conner had 100 yards on 20 carries.
1: Yeah. Like the- Chase Chase Claypool continues to just vacuum up balls though.
0: He only had four catches. I mean, does that vacuum up?
1: I mean, for 70 yards though.
0: So he vacuums up yards.
1: Okay, whatever then. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) So Carson Wentz continues to deliver with grocery men and mechanics, bro. It's you and I are running routes for him right now.
1: I, I think it's I think it's less than you and I at this point. I think you and I got injured. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Dude, I you want to hear a crazy stat? Oh actually two crazy stats.
1: I got a crazy stat. He lost to the Ravens by two.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> on a fail on two failed two point conversions. All right. Here's the other here's the other stat, right, for the Steelers. The Steelers um have three sacks and one interception every in every game this season. Jeez. Remember when I picked them for my for the Super Bowl? That's why I picked them. And they lost Devin Bush to a torn ACL, which is kind of a big deal.
1: Is that sustainable?
0: <laughs> Obviously not, dude. Reset- regression to the mean is coming. Um, and secondly, when Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz went down, right, because they both got hurt against the Ravens, and he, and he, still, he still only lost by two, bro. Still, that's, uh, put some respect on this man's name. When they went down, him, Carson Wentz, and his starting center Jason Kel- Kelsey are the only two starters remaining from the original starting eleven.
1: <laughs> I mean, you really got you really got a feel for the man. I mean, he's playing he's playing with, like you said, plumbers and 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 d- mail deliverymen. Out yeah, it, I think you know. I think
0: they have the first female wide receiver in NFL. I think, <laughs> <out there too. laughs>
1: I think they do. Yeah,
0: she's out there laying wood, though.
1: <laughs> Jeez, she, dude. she
0: only catches over the middle. <laughs> Here, here's here's the crazy part, right? Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz has one starting player with him left. Lost by two to them. You want to hear? You want to hear Philadelphia's upcoming schedule?
1: Yeah, let's hear it.
0: Giants, Cowboys. Giants, it's Giants Cowboys bye week Giants. Browns and and then it gets a little harder. Browns, Seahawks, Packers.
1: So what you're saying is I should look into Philadelphia Eagles playoffs.
0: Well, yeah, I mean that that division a 6 and 10 team might make the make the playoffs, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Right now Eagles playoffs is plus 150.
0: <laughs> dude, they're one and five. They're one five and one, or oh, they're one four and one. I'm sorry, one four one. They they have a tie on their ledger. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's yeah, that's that's crazy. Let's that's see if
0: crazy, dude. Uh, so that Baltimore Ravens offense looks anemic.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like last year we we said you got to force, uh, Lamar Jackson to throw the ball. <laughs> Dude and and, dude. and I mean it's it's kinda true, right? It's looking like forced Lamar Jackson to throw the ball and he's uh he's not that good. Dude, so
0: um what, what was I gonna say? No Ravens running back is usable in fantasy right now.
1: And it really stinks because JK Dobbins was kind of the the the
0: darling. He was the yeah. darling of the family. I mean, look, we're six games in. They've got a bye week. Mark Ingram just got hurt. We don't know the extent of the, or severity of that. So a lot of football left. But right now, this Ravens team is, uh, is spooky. They have a bye, and then they play Pittsburgh. And those games are always brutal.
1: Yeah. You know, Pittsburgh after a bye.
0: Yeah. So with that being said, uh, Joe Burrow, <laughs> I feel for the man.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, but don't don't look now. I mean, the last, uh, I mean, the the games in which the Bengals have played well, that Burrow has played well. So the games in which Burrow has thrown over three hundred yards, they lost to the Browns by five, they tied the Eagles, they beat Jacksonville by twelve or by eight, sorry, and then they lost to the Colts by four. Now. If you can stop Joe Burrow, you basically stop the offense for Cleveland. They lost to the Chargers by three and they lost to the Ravens by 24.
0: You're talking about Cincinnati.
1: Cincinnati, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just, he's, they're asking the rookie to throw the ball like 40 plus times a game. <laughs> I feel for him. Dodgers, uh, Dodgers won game one.
1: Yeah. Three more to so, go, baby. The
0: only the only team who still doesn't have the win is the New York Jets. So congratulations to Atlanta for absolutely putting a bludgeoning on the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings look inept at football. They so, might cost the head coach a job, dude. That's
1: yeah, Mike Z- Mike Zimmer might have uh, Mike Zimmer might uh, be the next on the uh, coaching seat because I think the Jets are going to keep Adam Gay so they can guarantee they get Trevor Lawrence.
0: No, I, they're not firing Adam Gates midseason. No. They're not. I think there's going to be a lot of firings this season, though. Uh, and then also congratulations to the New York Giants uh, for winning. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing for that team.
1: <laughs> is- congratulations. You beat semi-professional quarterback Kyle Allen and basically a, a paraplegic at quarterback. Uh, the surprise of the season, Bears. Big no big, big, five and i one. don't five yeah i mean one? i'm yeah i mean i guess man i don't know they won ugly i mean it, it's a win it's an ugly win i yeah, i feel like the bears go into a game season, i feel like the bears go into every game and they're like okay we just need to be there until the other team beats themselves well,
0: yeah And then Kyle Shanahan rided the ship with the 49ers. Um, They return from Florida and get a W on their home field, which we just talked about. Florida weather is a very real thing. West Coast teams traveling east is a very real thing. Yeah. So they got Molly Wap there. Uh, (laughs) Your Jaguars bet hapless. Awful. The Lions held them to 16, bro. That's not good. Gotta love it. Uh, trying to just touch on all these other games. I think I think that gets us to all but the Monday night football games. Anything else you want to talk about on the week six recap?
1: No, I think I th- I think the the Forty uh, Niners are a, are a lion in sheep's clothing right now. I think they're they're a wolf in they're a wolf in sheep's clothing. And I think once they start getting people back from injury, they're going to be pretty dangerous in a division that that is that they've actually set themselves up pretty well in with with you know with the amount of injuries that they've had.
0: Yeah, it's pretty impressive what Kyle Shanahan's been able to accomplish. Like Rohe Mostert got hurt in the game again. Yeah. And, and now it looks like he's gonna miss like two to four weeks. Like and you just like next man up. Next man up. I mean, if there's anything that Kyle Shanahan can do, it's he can find a running back and make him good. For sure. You know, you know what I mean? That's that's his MO. But uh I mean, that's, candy- that's
1: that's the family that's the family protege. Or that's 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 the family uh uh what do you call it? Je ne sais quoi.
0: The prodigal son?
1: No, I that it's it's the family's bread and butter to produce just unknown running backs.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's their staple.
1: Staple, yes.
0: Um, dude, the Cowboys? I was of the I was of the camp that said Andy Dalton would still do pretty well. And um, yeah, yeah. It's, I
1: yeah. I even took I even took a little Andy Dalton over passing yards.
0: Did that hit though? Right, he got did not. No, it did not. What did they have though? Over under no, it?
1: a and a half.
0: God damn, that's high.
1: I mean, not really.
0: Yeah, 250 is a lot of pat- – just because we're in the inflated age of offense, like don't forget that 250 is a lot. It's two football fields and a half. Nah. <laughs> Dude, the diminutive dynamo strikes again. Kyler Murray gets his fourth win on the season. Uh, Arizona. Arizona's looking nice. I like what they're yeah. doing. That defense is getting better. Um Yeah. I mean, it's the Cowboys, though. I think everyone, everyone wins against the Cowboys. When
1: when when Cliff wins, he wins he wins well. And when he loses, it's because he can't generate any offense.
0: <laughs> I think you just described football,
1: dude. Yeah, true. But I mean that's I mean you break it down and Cliff Kingsbury is the type of guy that when when his offense is clicking, I mean you you have to literally beat him in a shootout. And if you can find a way to stop his offense, he it doesn't seem like he focuses on defense that much.
0: No, I mean, he's definitely not the defense coordinator. Uh, he's, let's see, they lost to two pretty sus teams, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, Lions and Panthers, they're not that sus. Panthers are an enigma. I don't even know what's going on with that team.
1: So, I mean... What makes me feel a little bit decent is that they managed to find themselves in the end of that game, and so th- there's an interesting stat that says when teams blitz the Panthers, more than twenty percent of the time, more than twenty percent of plays, the Panthers lose. Right? Mm-hmm. This year, this year they're zero and two when teams. Oh and three, sorry. When teams blitz them more than twenty percent of the time, but when teams don't, they're three and zero. Fifteen percent or less, they're three and zero.
0: Oh man, let that stack get out there. Defensive coordinator is going to eat that up.
1: Yeah, and 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 I love I love to see that. So just pressure the Panthers, and and, and they're going to lose.
0: I mean, it's a five hundred football team, and they don't have their undisputed best player. So that's uh, Matt Rule. I was I was high on Matt Rule coming out. Uh, and he's proven to be a pretty good coach. Uh, the opposite of Mike McCarthy could be said. You see that report that came out?
1: Ah, uh, the Cowboys trashing their, uh, trashing their their coach. Yeah, that was, uh,
0: not even prepared. Yeah, that's what players said. Deer in headlights. Like, oh my goodness, that is not good. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs win again. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills have had an interesting last two games. They they can't seem to run the football.
1: <laughs> Is that important in the modern game of football?
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, it's pretty important. Like Josh Allen led the team in in yards rushing. Yeah, I mean he also uh, led the team in yards passing, but it was only one hundred and twenty two. Oh, Did he lead man. the team
1: in yards receiving?
0: No, Cam Newton almost led the Patriots in yard receiving. <laughs> you see that catch? Yeah. Oh, Bill Belichick was like, damn, we can't do shit. We have no. It- I bet you Bill Belichick was so mad. He was probably slapping his play sheet. He's like, this is why we need practice.
1: <laughs> now, the Broncos did have 19 practices and the Patriots had one. So
0: Yeah, I mean, that's why I got- Broncos nine and a half was free money. Broncos were plus nine and a half, dude. Yeah. With Drew Locke as their quarterback.
1: Well, you also said the market hadn't adjusted to Drew Locke yet.
0: That's what they fucking get. <laughs> that's, that's what you get, Vegas. That's what you get.
1: <laughs> but here's, here's, right. here's the good
0: news for the Bills, though. Uh, Jets, Patriots. I guess it's not really that good news. They have a f- hellacious schedule. Never mind, dude. That's a – the Patriots are very much in that division still.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the – yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that that this talk of like I, – I I love this, this mentality we're in with a 24-hour news cycle now where it's boom or bust, right? I, I mean, because the Bills lost to the Chiefs on Monday night, now all of a sudden their season's over. Be- because they couldn't put together offense against a team that takes 15 seconds to drive down the field and score.
0: They love to overreact,
1: dude. They love it. I mean, and, and the Cowboys, the Cowboys right now should be disbanded as a franchise if you listen to to sports reporters online. But I I don't know. It's it, it's, it, it's a little annoying. I don't think the Cowboys are... are I don't know. We'll we'll see. Like I said last week, Andy Dalton has never had this many weapons, but he's turning out to be a real Andy Dalton right now.
0: (laughs) How many teams lose their starting quarterback and go on to make the playoffs? Like, you you know what I mean? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, where's the expectation? We were trashing the defense when Dak was tearing up the league. He has something like 1,800 plus passing yards. Still
1: leads the NFL. Yeah,
0: still leads the NFL. Didn't even play. And. You were trashing the defense and burying the Cowboys. And then they lose the dude who's leading the NFL after six weeks and hasn't played the last six quarters. They lose him. And, I like, stop being so takey for the sake of having a take. Yeah, no doubt. Like, it's unreal. Um, Kansas City... Miss Kansas City. I mean, what else can you say? Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pat, Patrick Mahomes, uh, twenty-six pass attempts, five incompletions. Uh, yep. like, dude, dude's good. Dude's good.
1: Yeah, yeah Travis, he's, good. he's pretty good at football.
0: Shout out George Kittle this week. Won me my fantasy matchup. I had, uh, I had. So this week was tied in one gets the payout, and I was playing the guy who had Travis Kelsey, and Travis oh. Kelsey starts the game with two touchdowns.
1: Oof. It was wouldn't like two, feeling, Jermaine, Jermaine wasn't feeling too hot. Two for 23
0: and two touchdowns. And I was just like, here's the thing. I was I was only up uh I was only up like 20 something points, and Travis Kelsey took the lead by 0.2 points.
1: Oh I, man.
0: I had Chase Edmonds left. Chase Edmonds did not do what Chase Edmonds usually does, and he got like four touches. But he got me like he got me something points, points, and I was like, "Oh thank Whoa. God, dude, so I caught the dub and I got the payout for the tight end one this week uh so it was good it was a good week, good week,
1: yeah, not bad I think I, that's it was it. not a good week for me because I forgot to oh. uh I forgot to set a lineup. Uh, because i w- <laughs> yes, had uh i had uh I don't know what to call them. i I went on a uh on a nice little boat trip, on a floaty boat trip. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can only blame myself. But I actually won one matchup this week, which is pretty funny, in in, in one of my fantasy leagues. Actually, I was, was, was quick to remind the guy that I played that I didn't even set a lineup. And I had two guys on bye. You have you have to be an especially big stinker to lose to a dude that has two guys on bye week.
0: That's embarrassing, dude. It is. That's uh, that's embarrassing. All right, let's move on to everybody's favorite. Find them and cut him. I
1: think uh, we'll keep so, it pretty
0: short and and sweet.
1: Yeah. Sweet. So we, we have a new, we have a new uh, wing that we've added to the, the, the hall of Feynman, Cutum Tremaine. That new wing is going to be titled the Derrick Henry Soul Stealing Club because when defensive backs get in front of Derrick Henry, he takes them and uses them as lead blockers or in the case of Josh Norman, just plain throws them out of the way. I mean, I I don't know. I I would like to think that if I'm playing in the NFL, I could at least like put a body on somebody. I don't think I could. I don't, I don't, I would think I would make a business decision every time Derrick Henry came at me. How could a man be that big and that fast? Just get out of his way. Just let him score (laughs) or push him out of bounds.
0: Yeah, it's pretty outrageous. I don't, uh, it just doesn't make any sense dude it's uh, it's insane it's insane yeah. yeah his stiff arm snatched this man's soul his stiff arm turned a man into a fullback um i mean there's not much you could say dude there's not much to no. say there's one thing i will say though right josh norman you've been fine and cut secondly alvin kamara is better <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm not going to argue it. Our second, our second find him and cut him entry is Cody Bellinger. So Cody Bellinger hit the uh, game winning home run, not a walk off, but a game winning home run uh, in the NLDS or NLCS. Excuse me.
0: Game seven, baby.
1: Awesome, awesome home. Like I, I love. Uh, he hit it. He knew it was gone. He pimped it down the first, but he strutted down the first baseline. I mean, it was it was great. Celebrated, rounded the base pass as he gets to home plate, and he's celebrating it. And, and he's obviously very enthusiastic with his teammates. He's slamming forearms with his teammates, uh, and then he heard a little pop. Jermaine and Cody Bellinger wall wall slamming elbows and biceps with his teammates dislocated his shoulder, the same shoulder that he dislocated and missed time for it, last season.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's funny, dude. It's so funny, bro. Like, that's <laughs> what a dummy. And, dude.
1: and this wasn't at the, like I said, this was not a walk-off home run. So he still has to go out and play a couple of innings of, of defense. And if you're out in the outfield and you don't trust your shoulder, probably going to be, I mean, the ball didn't find him. I don't know how because the ball always seems to find you if you have some sort of an injury like that.
0: Yeah, Joe Kelly uh, points at at Cody Bellinger's shoulder today when uh, <laughs> he points at his shoulder when he made that leaping catch at the wall.
1: <laughs> you gotta, we have to national, protect him. Yeah, national he's a national treasure.
0: treasure. National really treasure. So, Cody Bellinger was able to pimp and strut down the left, uh, the line because he's white, right? according according to baseball heads
1: according to old heads yeah but i i'm i'm not of that ilk i think anyone i think if a pitcher makes a bad like here's here's my thing if a pitcher makes a bad pitch in in a game where you like you get a hit 30% of the time and you're in a, the hall of fame you're allowed to celebrate it could yeah. you imagine if it, could you imagine if 30% of the of the passes that an nfl quarterback threw were caught everybody would celebrate
0: it's like that's like having Alex Smith as your quarterback right basically yeah
1: except except more mobile <laughs> but so celebrate but here's the thing we also have to we also have to acknowledge that if a pitcher makes a good pitch in a clutch situation he's allowed to celebrate.
0: He, he smacks his glove. He cusses. He yells. He fist pumps the air. Like Scherzer storms around the mound. Like he's he's allowed dogs, to po- point at
1: the high. batter. He's allowed to point at the batter and say sit the fuck down. What I struck your ass out. And that's he, he, that's he, that's the trend I'm starting to see that annoys me is that batters are getting angry because pitchers are celebrating.
0: That's dumb. I don't. Understand. So hit the pitch. Yeah, one thousand percent. Do your job, and then he <laughs> do won't do job. it. But until then, dugouts over there, you bum. <laughs>
1: yeah, go sit down. You're gonna miss seven balls. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, did did you not just hear us talk about Madison Bumgarner's f- elite numbers?
1: Don't face him in the postseason,
0: dude. He's he's like the anti Kershaw in the postseason, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there, there's the yawn, ladies and gentlemen. I think the that's, yawn, yeah. I think that's, uh, it's Just closing signal. time.
1: Right. So that brings us to the, the, the natural end, Jermaine. As always, it's great talking to you on this, uh, platform of podcasting. Uh, shout out to our social media. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We need to be a little bit better about putting out pics on on Twitter, Jermaine. Yeah. We and do. Instagram. Uh,
0: I mean, if I knew you were disappearing for the weekend, I probably would have been on it. But you know. Yeah,
1: I didn't really tell Jermaine that I was disappearing. I just disappeared, and he got really worried. It, it was kind of heartfelt, Jermaine, the, the way you texted and then emailed me to make sure I was okay.
0: Yo, he was like, yo, is Nick good? <laughs> and I was just like, dog, I, I don't know. I, I was just like, look, my messages are going green and saying undelivered. I was just like, yo... When he asked me if you were good, I was like, all right, let's hop on the email. Right, let's, let's email him. I was, about, I was about to start sending up smoke signals.
1: Yeah. <laughs> pull, my, but, uh, pull my
0: best castaway impression. Well will
1: do. What do you have for the people, Jermaine?
0: Um, I really don't have anything. Uh, Free Sam Darnold. Free Sam Darnold, right? One of my all-time great calls got uh, spotlighted again this week because uh, Tannehill continues to show that he is an MVP candidate this year. I started the free Tannehill movement last year in preseason. They freed him, and now he's better than Patrick Mahomes. And this is what happens when you leave Adam Gase. Fire Adam Gase.
1: Leave Adam Gase.
0: Nobody remembers. Tannehill was in most games with the Dolphins, and you don't even know who his number one receiver was.
1: Is this, is this the New Free Britney movement?
0: And his offensive coordinator was Adam freaking Gase. Come on, guys. it's not, It doesn't take a brainiac. Robbie Anderson's killing it this year. You know why? He's been freed from the curse that is Adam Gase.
1: Yeah, you're not Leon wrong.
0: Bell doesn't score touchdowns. Guess what he's going to do for the rest of the season? He's T- going to score T- touchdowns. Fire Adam Gase. Free all Jets players. Trade Avery Williams into the Steelers. Yep,
1: yep. Jermaine nailed it.
0: That's it. That's all I got.
1: All right, guys. Like I said, follow us. Tw- Instagram, social media, Twitter, at Podcast Room 303. Jermaine.
0: Alex Smith is a poor man's Ken Stabler dynamic presenter out.
1: Hey, everybody. Have you ever watched a game and said to your buddies, I knew
0: insert player name
1: here was going to do that? Alas, the sports gods have delivered us a solution. The Thrive Fantasy app. Thrive is a one of a kind daily fantasy sports app specifically for player props. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about top-tier athletes in the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, or esports. For the NFL, you choose 10 out of 20 player prop options, and yes, even Falcons players are available. For fans of the NBA, MLB, or PGA and esports events, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options to complete your lineup. Thrive even offers new contests daily for each PGA event. Meaning, if your golfer doesn't make the cut, you'll still have a chance to win big. By this time, you should be asking, but Nick, how do I make money? Well, each prop has an associated over or under fantasy point total based on its likelihood to occur. But beware, the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. By racking up the most points, you win the prize pool. And, since launching in 2018, Thrive has paid out more than $1.3 million in prizes. So what are you waiting for? Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Yes, that's $20. And also, code ROOM303. Download Thrive Fantasy and prop up today. Not all states qualify.